Now, we are so very pleased. I am thrilled to bring our first storyteller out here today. See, our first storyteller tonight is an artiste. An artiste gives love, and I want to be sure that she can give some love back to her. Are you going to give some love back to her? Uh, I hope you do. Oakland, two-time Grand Slam poetry champion, a dear friend of mine. Put your hands together for Miss Joyce Lee. So what had happened was, I was looking for love or something real close to it when I met Damien. We caught eyes at a mutual friend's birthday party and he was fine. Damien stood about six foot three, eyes green, shaved clean with muscles all in between, so we talked a bit. I felt comfortable giving him my number by the end of the night. A week later, we went out on dates and Damien was a perfect gentleman. He would bring me flowers, surprise dinners, take me to places I'd never seen in the city. Did I mention he was fine? Until one night, I had to perform poetry at a gentleman's club in San Francisco. Now, because it's a gentleman's club and I like for my attire to match my atmosphere, I was dressed like a hoe. And being the awesome girlfriend that I am, I invited Damien to join me. But I told him that I had some things to do early in the morning so he would have to take me straight home after the poetry event. He said, okay. But afterwards, he wanted to take me to this dance club just for a second, he said, just for a second. So we went to the dance club. And I waited and waited and waited. But about 2 a.m., I'm starting to fume. And just when I turned to give him this you know we need to hurry up and go look. This joker did a line of cocaine right in front of me. I got up from my seat. I was like, uh-uh, you're doing cocaine. I'm leaving right now. We get in the car and we are arguing. We're arguing through the city, over the bridge. Every time I complete the argument by saying it don't matter, honey, we're done. He starts the argument all over again, but the bickering stops when we get blurped by a cop car. Damien pulls over. The cops run his license, and before I can get a hold of what really is going on in the situation, he's handcuffed and sitting in the back of a cop car. I am still in the front of the car, hands up, scared to death, and dressed like a hoe. <laughs> Did I mention that it's 4 o'clock in the morning by now, and we are in Oakland? <laughs> by this time, there are seven cops. The one that wasn't white comes to my side of the car and motions for me to roll down my window. And he whispers, slowly get out of the car and stand next to me. I'm afraid, but I don't know who else to trust in the situation. So I do what he tells me to do. The other cops start searching Damien's car. I ask the cop, am I in trouble? He says, I don't know. And I told him, listen, I'm, I'm freezing cold. And he takes a long look at my whole tire. And he says, well, I got the heater on in the back of my patrol car if you want to sit there. I said, no, thank you. 
So at this time, the cops are done searching Damien's car and have collected about 16 protein shake containers from Damien's car. I've personally seen him scoop out powders and make shakes from these containers. So when I saw him in the car, I was thinking, maybe the brother likes to recycle. A cop opens a protein container and pulls out about eight ounces of marijuana. I gasp. He opens up another container, pulls out bags and bags of cocaine. I gasp. Another. Pills. Pills. Marijuana. Coke. Pills. At this time, my gasp have turned into a full-fledged, hyperventilating panic attack. I am sitting on the concrete with one hand over my heart and the other over my mouth until the cops stop flashing the lights on the drugs and flash them on me. The cop next to me grabs me and he says, I'm assuming you do not know this gentleman. I said, apparently I don't. He said, be honest. Did you know all those drugs were in the car? And I said, hell no, sir. After signing a sworn statement, I asked the cop, may I please talk to this jackass that I do not know? (laughs) So he takes me over to the car. They got to roll down the window for Damien's pathetic ass. So he looking at me, and I'm giving him a look like... (laughs) And then he starts explaining, um, well, you know, baby, I, I really heard what you were saying in the car, and, uh... I'm gonna really change. I said, you know what, Damien? This is not the time to be making promises to me. And he was like, well, uh, sweetie, could you do me a favor and uh, could you call my mama? I said, I don't, I don't know her. I'm not calling. No, I don't know her. Well, could you call, call my cousin? I, I said, no, I don't know her either. He said, well, uh, damn, baby. Can you do me a favor and uh, can you call my wife? I grinned. I took down his wife's number. And when the cops took Damien to jail and the sweet cop took me home in the backseat of his heated car, I called his wife and we had dinner. I held her hand throughout the divorce and we are still friends today. That is my true confession. One of our favorites, that was Joyce Lee. Stay tuned. We've got some of the best storytellers with the best stories ready to share them with you. This is Snap Judgment Live. True Confessions. You are listening to Snap Judgment. And to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.